When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have employee training and industry resources at your fingertips? That's why Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. MyShield has resources to help your business with risk management. Already a Federated client? What are you waiting for? Get registered today so you can jump on MyShield through federatedinsurance.com or download the app. If you're not already a client, Talk to your Federated marketing rep today. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, how about limping into the All-Star break? You didn't uh, take that one in yesterday, did you? I was uh, still, I I was driving back. Okay. From from Iowa. Iowa with the wife, so I did not. Well, that that was a game where you uh, were driving back from Iowa. You started looking for other games to listen to, Milwaukee or the Cubs or something, right? Wow. Yes. Uh, it wasn't so bad getting beat eleven to nothing. The hits were sixteen to one. Wow. What was uh, what was uh, Harry? What you call it? Euchre's uh, characters? Harry uh, Doyle. What was Harry Doyle's comment about one? Hit one, ah, yeah. one. Nobody's listening anyway. But, yeah. He said so. Uh, that yeah. was right. Yeah, they got an issue. They aren't very good. <laughs> That's a problem. It's not worth. Don't they, you know? They got to write a column for Wednesday saying, "Don't do anything. This this team is going no place. Don't do anything. It's stupid to use any of your resources on this pitching staff." which sucks, and adding one pitcher is not going to help. When Dylan Bundy is your second-best starter, <laughs> you suck, okay? And might it is your first right now because Sonny Gray's been terrible for, what, three out of the last four. Yeah. Joe Ryan, mediocre, just a typical, uh, you know, young pitcher. Once he got a few hits off him and they figured out, the guy throws 93. Why am I swinging through this? He's as mediocre as you can get. Yeah. He's a fifth starter if he's lucky. Uh, they stink. The pitching staff stinks. So we stinks? That we stinks. The pitching staff. The lineup's okay. It's okay. But the pitching staff is terrible. Yep. Never had a chance to stand up. And adding one reliever or one starter even a high-octane one, isn't going to help. Let the White Sox win the division by eight instead of four. Mm -hmm. Who cares? The White Sox, guess what? Everyone in America picked the White Sox to win this division, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be right. 
they want they are going to be right because okay. the White Sox are clearly yep. better than this team. So, so do, anyway, do you agree with the Mackey plan then, which is if you're going to do what you just said, trade Correa and get assets back because he's going to be gone after this year anyway? Oh, I would if somebody's going to give me anything, but you know, who's going to? I mean, he couldn't. The Yankees aren't going to do it. Yeah. Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? I don't know where he's going to go. You know, yeah, but there's. Uh, yeah, if you can get some. Okay. Otherwise, just play out the season. Who cares? <laughs> you know, let them walk. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, who, who cares? Uh, but my theory, they're not very good. You can't. Listen, there's a crusty old manager out in Maplewood yep. who will tell you yep. it's all about pitching. Yeah. And the pitching sucks. Okay, the bullpen sucks. Get no argument the from rotation me. Rotation sucks. And you got you can't replace nine of thirteen. You know, Joe Smith fools them for six weeks, and we think it's real. Joe Ryan fools them for eight or ten starts, and we think it's real. It's not real when a guy's throwing ninety three and he doesn't have a good breaking ball. They're gonna figure it out. Okay. He's got this motion where nobody can pick up his fastball, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, well, they'll watch him, and they'll pick up his fastball, and then he'll have to start not throwing everything over, and then he'll be three and two, and then he'll be walking guys, and then he'll be mediocre. Okay, mm-hmm. he's not an ace. He's not even a, you know, he's a just a, a he's okay if he's in your rotation. But if you expect him to be a a prominent member of your rotation, I mean, I, yeah, it's it's just not there. It is not there, pitching wise. I think Wes Johnson quit because he knew this was coming, and he wanted to be in Louisiana. He wanted to be as far away from it as he could get. Poor Pete Mackey. He looks completely lost <laughs> yes, whenever they show Pete. him in the dugout. Poor Pete. Yeah, Pete's and then, down in the and then we get into the then then we show here's the other thing. Our boys show so much confidence in their starters that the smelts can go out there and do okay for three innings and we still can't let him face them another time. I and know. we can't let Archer how good are your starters when you have to panic if they're gonna face the lineup for a third time? How good are I, they? Pat, I have no uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, it's this is it. This is it. Oh, we're very proud to send Devin Smeltzer out there. But God almighty, if he has to face him a third time, we got to get him out of there. He might get killed by a line drive. To which they knew they were going to do that like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, they but they it. don't tell the Smelts, hey, no. here's the game plan. Plus, they make their pitching decisions at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. You should make your pitching decisions at the start of the fifth inning depending on guess what what you've seen that evening from the guy you don't make your pitching decisions at two o'clock in the afternoon and it's don't you know analytic all that if a guy is struggling yeah you might not want him to face the third time right but Oh, let's wait. I can't wait to rush Trevor McGill in here. So so if I got this right then, far more importantly than Devin Smelter, 
Barrios and Maeda's fate in the Houston series was basically determined before yes, they ever saw them throw a pitch. Yes, apparently. Barrios, That's what gets me. Barrios sliding through six innings or five, 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 five ma- right? But five. magnificent. Yeah. Like that's what you five. wanted. Yes. Yes. We got to get him out of there and go to this bullpen, which may. Uh, I'm glad know. the Smelts broached that, though. Smelts is, a, Smelts is getting far more responses from Baldelli that are semi truthful than we've gotten from yeah. previous folks that buy into the program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I'm mildly pleased it happened that this fiasco of a series uh, happened. You send poor Chris Archer out there with a bad hip and not good, you know, no foundation to pitch because he hasn't pitched for three years against Dylan Cease. What happened is exactly what should happen. 11 to nothing. Mm -hmm. 11 to nothing. And Cease... Uh, he, he took it easy. He only struck out eight. He's averaging thirteen per nine innings. Yeah. He only struck out eight. He kind of took it easy. You you can't win with this collection. I don't think they'll finish five hundred. Hmm. I think when it comes, it's coming, and it might have come already because it's who's yeah. I mean, who who's going to get you to the finish line? Sunny Gray is. Okay, what's going on there? Right. What if he's mediocre? Yeah. If he's mediocre, that means you got three mediocres, one mediocre, and four not mediocres. I have so many questions. Uh So help me out with this one. You know, so you've known for a long time what your approach to the starting pitchers has been and will continue to be, Okay. So how do you how do you not have a better bullpen knowing that that is going to be essentially the lifeblood? I mean, for lack of a better term, the the twin starters are basically openers plus. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, they'll let Sonny Gray go six if yeah. he will, but uh, right. But I mean, and you know, Ryan, was and Ryan, they won't hook. I don't think early, but he's getting hooked early. That's true. for performance, but yeah, I mean. It, it 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 does drive me crazy that you don't wait to see how decisions shouldn't be made before you see how a guy is throwing that evening. Because guess what? There's a lot of history in baseball that tells you pitchers are not the same every night. This goes back to 1876, <laughs> that the pitchers are not the same every night. So let's see how he is mm-hmm. before we decide, well, I got to get his ass out of there after after two times through the order, man, because they're, you know, because the numbers say, ah, well, what if he's cruising, you know? So, and, but the other thing is, ah, their bullpen ERA was the best in baseball through six weeks or something like that. Okay. Joe Smith seems like a nice fella. Been in the league forever. Yep. But you watch that and say, this can't work. This can't be. He's going to, the rest of the season, two out of five times he's going to get hammered with that stuff. And now it's probably looks like four out of five. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is at best, he's going to get him out three out of five. Right? Yes. And oh, he, right, yeah. he, he dazzled them for uh, six weeks, but 
He's throwing from here, and it goes. Come here. I'm, I'm making a motion here. It comes. Yep. And when it stays up there, they go. Whoosh. Juan Moncada saying thank you very much. That's yes, right. Juan who's hitting 190 wants to wants more games against the average Twins. doesn't matter one bit. We've no. learned that now. No, we got a starting center fielder. Did he get a hit yesterday? I think he got a. No, they they got one hit right. Oh, that's right. Kirloff got it. Kirloff. So they're. He was up to two. He was all the way up to two fifteen the other day, though. And then he got, average doesn't matter anymore. He's playing center. Try to tell you, Pat. Average, average doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. We, we, we pay no center. attention to starting center fielder in the All Star. Uh, he's right? a two sixteen. Yep. O for two, struck out twice. Trout, I think, yeah. uh, dropped out. So yes, yes that was hurt. that was a shock, wasn't it? Back yeah. spasm. Yeah, I got a back spasm. Yeah, a boy. I don't have to make that long trip to Dodger Stadium. Back and tighten up. Played three innings, yeah, that, uh, you know, on that freeway. The 405, your back tightens you know, up right away. Yeah, what if we get you a helicopter? Yeah, nah, no, no, <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. What do we got? 20 guys pulled out, right? Oh, is that what it is? I think it's 20. I honestly. Between them not pitching on, yeah. between them not pitching, p- having pitched Sunday and uh, and bailing out. Uh, I honestly uh, don't, don't care. You know what I'm sick of? Little kids being brought out to take advantage of, too. Uh, Tonight, home run derby. Oh, yeah. We got little kids Sprinkle all them around. Sit them in the stands and let them watch and get rid of them. Okay? That's, you know. Watch we, out for that die, we don't need the, we don't need kids. We don't need all these kids. This is classic Royce. We don't this need is all old these school kids. Royce. When we I was a youth, all these kids scattered all over the damn. When Suits was trying to tell you be nice to kids, and you're like, we don't need kids. No, we don't. When they used to call, and we used to tell them to shut up and hang up, and uh, and uh, you know, yeah, it's it is. I got another uh, thing that good. really worried me about baseball. Yeah, we got Richardson Woods. Yeah, and then we got an Encarnacion Strand. Okay, hyphenated names in baseball. I don't like them. Box score. I want to see what the name is in the box score. How are you going to put that in a box score? Got to ser- seriously abbreviate. That I'm going to tell you baseball rule. You only get one last name. That's all you get. <laughs> can you put you the only get hyphenated name in the back? Can we yeah. just do this in general too? Do we do yeah. we have to have the damn hyphenated name? No, we don't. Take a choice. I agree. Take, I'm not saying my, you got to have your dad's name. Take mom's name. My yep. mom didn't take, change hers. Take some name off the play, off someplace else, but don't give me two of them. My mom didn't change hers. So like for guys, didn't want to do it. Just yeah. guys or across the board? No, like, none of them. Women, no. I can see when they get married, they want to hyphenate. Nah, I have no problem no, with that. But I'm with you on guys. Let's just have one. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you on women too. Keep. Keep your main name, whatever. My wife kept the name of her ex-husband, <laughs> you know, so for business purposes. But whatever whatever it was, or just because she liked him better. I don't know which it is, but uh, anyway, uh, who cares? But just one. I'm just with you on, on box scores and jersey isolation. Yes, we, we need, yeah, we don't need Encarnacion. Like, does that thing go... Start on your yeah, I don't know. the left, and then just work its way down. Baseball is going to have to do what they did in the was it the XF the first XFL when they just had came the names up with nicknames on the back. He hate, he he hate, hate me. me. He hate that me. That was a Rod Smart. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He hate me. Yeah, was that what the guy's name yeah, was? Yeah, it was Roger. In fact, I think he, he played for Philadelphia as a cornerback. That's what made him famous, man. Oh, it's genius. He hate me. He hate me. Absolutely. Anyway, genius. they were lucky they squeezed that one out Saturday, and that Lance they tried to blow that Lance one. Lance Lynn decided to uh, give up three in one inning, but. Uh, I, you know, I'd lineup's okay. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't have a problem with the lineup, and uh, but you can't, you can't win. You can't pitch. You can't pitch. They can't pitch. And don't look at the big number that oh, they're fifth in the league in pitching. Look at the bodies. Look who they're sending out there. This guys, you get to a big game in September, yeah, and you're going to Chicago, and you're going to pitch. Joe Ryan, the Smelts, and who the hell else? Bundy or somebody? You got no chance. You got no chance. You got all. You got to do is look in the paper and see how often you're favored. Yeah, you know when. Yep. You know when those teams in the early 2010s were losing ninety. They were beating the odds. They should have lost 120. They were they were under. They'd go on a road trip for a week. They would never be favored. Mm-hmm. They would never be favored with the pitchers they were running out there. And you know, same thing here. Uh, you know. So how is it that guys were who were supposed to be pitching savants? I don't know. Can't have any pitchers here. Belazovic. Belazovic was the man three years ago. He's the worst pitcher in St. Paul, which is a distinction because they stink too, pitching-wise. They don't have any pitchers. Right. They got about four pitchers in the top two levels of the organization. You know, Winder, who I still, I got a little hope for him still. Although he was, you know, he's, well, his problem is he's pitched about 70 innings in three years because of the whole But we were supposed league. to be a pitching factory yeah, by we now. we were. We were. Trading them left and right because we had too many. We were. We, we were a pitching factory. But here's here's the other thing. Okay. You want me to really go off here, Declan? Stop being. Yep. I'm stop, ready. Stop being so restrained. Stop being so restrained. Yeah, you got it. We, we, we surprised America. By getting a shortstop number eight, a switch hitting short. It's baseball. If it's not Ken Griffey Jr. or A Rod in the draft, it doesn't make any difference. It you're taking this shortstop and oh wow. Some people thought he'd go fifth and he went eighth. Look out now. We got him going. You know, could be he's a player. Just as good a chance that some guy in the fifth round's a player. It's baseball. It's it's a complete and utter crapshoot. You have to get better five times to make it in baseball. This isn't some, you know, number eight choice in the NFL draft who's six six and three ten and plays left tackle and can fall down and block people, you have to hit a flying object. And that's, there's no guarantee that this guy is any better than some sixth rounder. You know, now, I will say this. There's more information on these guys when they're drafting them than there used to be 10, 12, 15 years ago. I was telling somebody this today. Tommy Nevers, who ended up being a first rounder, he died, you know, 
Great Houston, yeah. Great kid, good hockey player, great. He ended up being a first rounder. I went out to see him play a game for Edina mm-hmm. at the end of April. It was thirty five degrees. There were twenty five scouts in the stands. They he batted four times. He walked three, and uh, they hit him four balls, and he, you know, hit him four balls in six innings, or maybe three balls, and he threw him to first base. And they're going to file their scouting report. I don't even think he took BP that day. Might have, but I mean, now now point. they get to see these guys in showcases, and right. uh, you know they start seeing them right. when they're fourteen years old. Here's what I don't like get that. though. What I didn't get last night was why my Twitter timeline was filled with media people all excited about the pick. Like, I get the team trying to sell, hey, we're excited, but don't you got to offer a word? Because we got a bunch of homers. In yeah, my opinion. Would, yeah. Um, unfortunately, that would pro- <laughs> probably be, well, not everybody, but there's. But I was I saw all of these. You know, the twins surprised. are thrilled by what they got. They're unbelievable that <laughs> that they cherry pick these two. Nobody expected them to. It's the most cliche draft strategy of all time. Yeah, it is. It's a we're it's, falling apart at the All Star break. Don't look at that. Look at no, our draft picks. Look at our draft picks. Who are well? It's it's amazing to I watched for some reason. I don't know why. Because there wasn't a new Masterpiece Theater on. To, for you were watching the draft? Masterpiece Mystery. I watched the first 10 picks, maybe. Okay. But these guys commenting, well, you know, they could, the they, 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 uh, they, they Texas could put Rocker in their bullpen this year. Why? They're 12 games out of 560 games out of first right. place. Why would they do that, <laughs> dummies? Right. You know, oh, we're going to get you excited about this guy. And then the high school kids. Oh, they can really use a shortstop. Yeah, okay. Wake me up at 2028. When he's at third base. <laughs> yeah, right. Or left oh, yeah. field. It's, he's an 18-year-old kid. Well, he might not be able to hit. It's the baseball draft. It's meaningless. Right. Unless you I got, know. I, but if you if you show me Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> yeah. and I, I'll say okay, I saw that kid when he was nineteen and see in in or eighteen in uh, Phoenix after his first spring when they had to put him in the big leagues, they had no choice. And A Rod, but there's most of them are you know maybe maybe not. There's this idea that oh we fooled them, you know. I know. Really. You know, boy, did I get in trouble on Twitter, though. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. They didn't see that your shift sarcasm. That was a funny, uh, I don't, I do not, the, I do not have a uh, sac, uh, a sarcasm emoji, and if I did, I wouldn't use it. I don't think there really is a good one. No, there isn't. So I pointed out that four of the first five were, were brothers, and we got to get more white guys playing baseball. You know. Right. That's funny. Because we're always complaining that no black guys play baseball, and we got all of that. We're doing the opposite. See, you do, yeah, that's sarcasm. You do, you know, you say the opposite of what right. the truth is. So, and they went nuts. They went, nuts. oh wow, you know, we we can't have race race mentioned in jokes. Well, baseball, you can. I can. I don't care. You know. <laughs> I did have to end up explaining it, though. I did see your explanation. I finally had to say, okay, idiots. We've been, for 20 years, we've been lamenting the loss. 
that that Henry Aaron and Willie Mays and all these guys would have been football players or basketball players in the modern society, right? right? All the, you know, the greatest players of my youth, the greatest baseball team ever assembled, the 1965 All-Star game. You had, you know, Ernie Banks, Willie Mays, Henry Aaron, uh, Willie Stargell. That was the starting outfield. Uh, and, you know, Bob Gibson. Mm-hmm. And... That was baseball. This was, this, these were the guys. They were the reason, the black guys were the reason the National League kicked the hell out of the American League for 20 years. I remember that. So I'm making fun of it. Okay. Leave me alone. I'm an old. <laughs> but every, every day somebody wakes up, a group of, of people yes. wake up and say, who can I cancel today? Yes. Yeah. Well, they ain't canceling me because I can tell you to go bleep yourself. <laughs> Well, then see your... Because yeah. I know what the motive was. To be funny. Mm-hmm. And irreverent. Yeah, Twitter's hard. Plus, I got Lavelle. I'm his Uncle Pat. He'll defend yep. me. So yep. And the... he wrote something on yeah, Sunday I... about what you were talking yes, about. Yes, right. He actually did. Yeah, Buxton's good for baseball. Yeah, so I might not... You know, it is fun to see a great athlete like that not playing football. But what is wrong with you? Uh, now, Kyler Murray, I can see what he did. I mean, he went and got the money earlier. Right. But if it's if the NFL is going to draft you in the fifth round and not pay you any money, you might as well play baseball and try to play 15 years, right? Instead of, I think it's the prospect of the bus rides for, yes, that's for what? Yeah, that's four problem. or five years that chases guys away. Oh, God, yes, it does. Because that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's the game. It's the, it's the, well, it could be the game. I mean, what was the time for these weekend fiascos? The other night, I called Phil. Last the, night, fella, or Friday night, I called Phil in the bottom of the third because I wasn't there and said, hey, Phil, I just wanted to update you. It's the bottom of the third. It had to be an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Uh, oh, I know. these game, th- Those games took forever. For, uh, I finally turned it off uh, when I was driving home from Iowa yesterday, I think, in after 8. I can't take this anymore. One, it sucks, but two, it's never going to end. <laughs> no, it never was going to end. I don't know. Outside of that, hey, we're in first place. Go get them, fellas. I was going to say, are are you going to sell the? Hey, they're you know what? They're in first place. It's still a great first half. No one, no one expected this. That's yeah. the that's the yeah. Rocco talking. You know, I, no I think one we expected this. this because we thought the White Sox would show up before yep. before the Fourth of July. The White Sox, what is the stat in the last four games against the Twins? 41 runs or something? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, I did the math on that. They're starting to hit. I think the, the Twins had, I think the Twins had 10 runs, right? In the entire series and yeah. six on Saturday. Uh, 32 to 10. In this series. In but this then, series. But then the last game in Chicago, didn't they? Oh, have yeah. Nine or 10. And, and in the four games, the starters and bullpen, both 15 earned runs apiece. Oh, for the Twins? For, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, a couple Smith, more didn't, Smith didn't count. The ones you give up Thursday were on hey, of an air. Friday night. Yeah. Who was scoring? I was gone by okay. by then. They hit a ground ball to Urschel, and they called it a hit. Oh, boy. What the hell? It was a free hopper. What the hell? That doesn't sound like it's Stewie. It's not an air. That doesn't if, sound like Stewie. If it hops up three inches, yeah. that doesn't make it an air. I I have not I have really watched my behavior in the press box. I wasn't there, but about you know 
taking the Lord's name in vain when somebody gives away a free hit very loudly. Yeah, which you've been known uh, to do. Well, I have, but... Uh, you've been known to express your disgust. If I would have been in the press box for that one, I would have been let out a big JC. You know, just uh, somebody's got to. God almighty. Yeah, we that's can't not how the press changing, box works now, Pat. We can't be changing everything to a hit. The press box is a, a much quieter... <laughs> Church-like place now than it used to be. Too yeah. much optimism for this team. We got. Uh, we got. You know what this team needs? More pessimism. This team needs free beer in the back of the press box. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to loosen things up yeah, for the right, second half. Right, right. That's true. Pat, it was a uh, $8 beer night for a season ticket holder appreciation. Wow. Last Thursday. Thanks for telling me. I got a beer and he said eight bucks. And I said, excuse me? I, <laughs> and I did not know the promotion was going on. He said, so well, I'm, I'm, what was your limit? Like how many did I have? No, how many could how many eight dollar oh. beers could you have? Oh, I, endless? I, yeah, endless. Yeah. Oh, God. And I did right. not know this was a promotion until I got in when I when I, I I'm sorry, Judd. I got a Surly Supreme and he said eight dollars. Why wouldn't you have known like but why wouldn't sorry. they make sure you knew? It was forty percent I just I should have known. I just you know. Oh my you emails. were okay. you were getting your your Season ticket holder discount. Anyway, but it was, yeah, but, but it was for the one game on Thursday, the ass kicking, which was no. But what I'm saying is that they knew you were a season ticket holder because you were going to get correct the ten percent so off. It was it was forty percent off for the for the wow. season ticket holder. You night. can't afford not to drink. Yeah, exactly. Eight dollar beers. Yeah, yeah. I wow. couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. That's good. That's what they should. I still think the best thing they could do is cut beer prices. Although Absolutely. the crowds, are, the homestand had good crowds. You know, you can't complain. 30, 37, 38, and then the Whiteys were, what, 27 to 30? Yeah, that wasn't bad. On Not bad. What did they draw yesterday for the last game? Couldn't uh, tell you. Um, Look big. Look big. Let me see here if I Looked got this still big. up. Uh, 23. That's all? 225, yeah. Wow, that's terrible. Yep. You know that's what? That's not good. Uh, Fans were down what on What the hell was that? Could have been the heat, too. Could have, they always have an excuse. The heat or something. I don't think we can't do what they say in Philadelphia when they have a lousy cloud. Everybody went to the shore. You know, everybody goes yeah, to we, the shore. Well, we got Brainer. We got, we do. Everybody went to the, everybody. We went. got the cabins. Pat, That's I was, uh, I spent Friday night catching up on that latest uh, Blackbird show that you were telling me about. And oh, oh my God. You. Is that good? It huh? is incredible. The, the, Larry Hall might be one of the most unsettling, terrifying, <laughs> quiet characters I've ever seen in well, television. Well, he was Richard Jewell. Yeah, he was that, Richard you Jewell. Think That's good for the next for the next fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Every producer of every TV show, they say we need a chubby guy who's slightly off. He's great. Well, who's slightly off? Get me Larry. Get, <laughs> Get me Larry. Because yeah. Richard Jewell, I mean, he just amped up his Richard Jewell, basically. Yeah. But he is great as a as a uh, who's the who's the other who's the the the, the lead, main guy the lead guy Who he was he? in a, I've seen him but I can't. Did remember. you see Kingsman in 2014? Yeah, I couldn't make it. I watched part of it. <laughs> yeah. I he's, watched uh, part of it. He's the main guy in Kingsman. Um, yeah, he's. He's pretty. Ray Liotta is the uh, is his dad, the late. And Ray, boy, when great. you see Ray and that, yeah. you're not surprised he's no longer with us. He looks rough, yeah. man. He looks. I thought maybe if you would have seen the movie before he was dead, you would have thought they were having him look like this, right? But uh, he looked tough, man. He was. Uh, I think he knew there was something wrong with him, but uh, he was great. Yeah. But you know what? The wife and I, she finally talked me into it. Now she's not sure 
but severance. Oh, I've been meaning to try it. Yeah. It's very popular. And I do not like this stuff. I do not like science fiction or whatever you want to call it, you know, hogwash, you know, whatever it is. But, uh, one bad. Wasn't oh. bad. I got a hunch. It's. Uh, I got a hunch. It might be pretty good. But you got uh, Blackbird way oh. better than the old man. The old man's okay, but the old man is not nearly. Everybody's raving about the old man, but the old man's not nearly as good as Blackbird. Blackbird's terrific. Yeah. So much better than watching the Twins pitch. That's for sure. <laughs> and Ted Lasso's just okay. It's not a bad show, and it's not epic. It's not great. It's I'll just an okay it. show. I'm done. It's just I'll okay. I'll never watch it. I watch four episodes. I watch three. T- texted, tweeted out, and says, what's wrong with you people? This isn't funny. And then I, I said, oh, everybody gave me hell, so I tried, you know what? I tried two more. There's too know. much now. I'm <laughs> overwhelmed. I can't do any of it now. There's too much. There's. I feel like it consumes you. Well, plus, it's hard to keep track of because the wife and I will start watching something and say, do we see this already? <laughs> or is it on Netflix or uh, on, Yeah, where you know, is it, too? Apple. It? Yeah, you got to write those down. Hey, how about golf? Wow, did, did uh, you know, Declan was the first guy on the, uh, the mullet bandwagon, that Cameron was. Smith. I'm not surprised by that, yeah. Man. Well, savvy golf. golf guy. You know, yeah, me too. People are, well, Rory, it's a, Rory took 36 putts. Yep. He two-putted 18 straight greens. You ain't going to beat this kid. Nope. Three putt, two-putting 18 straight greens. Rory can't putt. This guy is one of the great rollers of all time. Right now, now it, you don't know. It, it can come and go. Right. But damn, is he good. He is just a putting maniac mm-hmm. on those greens too. I've, the the secret to the the secret to great putting is get it to the hole. And yeah. too many guys try to wobble it in there. He's always he's always got two rolls left when he makes yep. his putt, two or three rolls. Yep. And they always said this about Watson. Watson, I've said this before, was the greatest putter ever, Tom Watson. And the reason was. He never missed a five-footer. So he could try to make it, and if he missed it, so what? He was going to – if he missed his birdie putt because it went a little bit by five feet, he always made the comeback. And, and, and thing- then he started missing the comebackers, and then he couldn't putt. Then he got wobbly, and he couldn't putt anymore. But, boy, is this kid rolling. Wow. And, and the thing with his game is, you know, when you're an elite putter like him, he is, you know, and, of course, everyone knows this, doesn't take a golf savant to know Elite putting can make up with just about every other deficiency. If you're oh, okay sure. at driving, if you're not good with your short game, but if you're an elite putter, it can make up for all that stuff. His game's good. His game is really, really good. Well, Spieth was great. Why? For four years? He was the best punter on the planet. That's mm-hmm. why. Then he stopped being the best putter on the planet. And then he, then all of a sudden, all those other weaknesses, yep. length, length, and uh and not being the most accurate driver, they, that all came into uh, play for him. But when he was rolling it, he was fantastic. But this guy, I think this guy's better than Spieth as, at, at, his, at his maximum when yeah. Spieth was making a lot of putts. Because this guy was, there was two or three times saying, he's had the, what, 18-footer, and you'd say, this SOB might make it. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, And he did. And meanwhile, Rory's... You know, I always, Tom Lehman, I love Tom Lehman. I followed him all over. But 
I always said the official battle cry of the Tom Lehman gallery was, ooh, you know, because it looked like it might go in, but it didn't go in. Right. Same thing with McElroy. Looks like it might go in, doesn't go in. Cameron Smith, looks like it might go in, it goes in. And uh, that was uh, that was a beating. This is a great story, by the way. Uh, I was talking to Brian Stensis, you know, uh, yesterday, last, yesterday about noon, about something else. And he said, hey, the media, the PGA Tours media site, which is just for the media only, yeah. ha- says that Cameron Smith uh, is going to, you know, is committed to play at the 3M Open. So I texted him later in the day and said, he's not playing there now. He said, for sure, because it was Cameron Davis. They typed it wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) They typed it wrong. Oh, boy. I said, that's like saying the Timberwolves traded for LeBron James and then say, no, wait, it was Mike James. (laughs) 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 It was uh, Cameron Davis because, you know. I'm saying that the guy who won won the British Open's not, you know, he's right. He's going to take the week off, and then uh, and then it turned out to be Cameron did, Davis, who's you, not a terrible player. Did you see the meme this morning, uh, Pat, of him flying commercial, Cam Smith flying really? commercial, and he has the he has the trophy in its case, and he puts it in the overhead bin above really? him. Really? That's it. Yeah, you put it right in. The, there's someone snapped him a photo of him in first class putting don't it check in the it. overhead bit. Yeah, you can't check that. You don't want to check that thing. No, no. no you got to take it with you because you got to get it us. back. Yeah, they give you a so Claire jug goes back. The Claire jug goes back. Sure. Yeah. Now you can get a duplicate, but you got to pay for it. I think you got to pay for it yourself, and it they wouldn't be what ready. Tom win it. Oh Christ! Oh, oh shucks! Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I think you can do all oh, Christ. When would have it been? I don't know, but I was up to his dad's. Because you went, right? His up. Uh, not when Tom won it. Oh, you did? No, okay. Not at that time. Okay. Uh, I was over there when he was in the Ryder Cup in Spain. But uh, but when uh, I went up to, I was up there and I went to see his dad. And his dad's the greatest guy ever, Jim. He's, he's deceased now, but great St. John's. Uh, running back who ended up playing in the NFL briefly for the Colts and stuff, hmm. but nope. great, outstanding golfer. But he and the wife had a little home up on the same lake that Jim Pete, when they singled Jim Pete, had a home down below them <laughs> with a dock. And, uh, but they had the Claire Jug there that day when I was, when I went up and saw him there. They, you know, the, they had their Tom wasn't around, but the Claire Jug was hanging out at the right. their house, so all the friends were coming over and looking at it, and and uh, <laughs> and Jim would smoke his pipe and have a cocktail out on the porch and check out Jim's latest guests. Oh, <laughs> in, the, in the heat of in the heat of winter, yeah, it was. I mean, in the heat of summer, summer. yeah, it was, yeah. it was great. But uh, he was a God. He was a good guy. I walked around with him five or six, seven, eight tournaments. And and this was when you could still see the pipe smoker. You could still see the, if you were looking for him, you could see the little. One of the of, great smells. Oh, yes. You could, ever. The pipe. And then, of course, they started eliminating smoking on the golf courses. But you could, yep. you could, oh, he's over there because you could see, <laughs> the, see the pipe smoke go up in the air. So, yeah, great guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a hoof, man. But uh, Tom, 
hit it closer to the hole than anybody in the world for about five years, including Tiger. But he wasn't a putter. You know, he was a, he wasn't a terrible putter, but he wasn't a right. He was like Rory. He was he didn't make enough to win as often as he could have. So, you know, he won. I think he only won four or five PGA events, but he was he was in the last group at the U.S. Open four straight years. I think four straight years, three for sure. Yeah, he had a great run. Yeah, he did. He, 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 a fantastic he, one. Yeah, his approach game was just beyond uh, beyond belief. But uh, Tiger done now. You think, Pat? Yeah, I think so. He might play again, but right as far as winning. By the way, I, I put this out on Twitter too. Uh, two thousand three. The, uh, I was covering the PGA at Oak Hill because we just had it and we were excited about the PGA. And uh, and Timmy Heron was in contention most of the week. So I was walking around. Well, I probably watched him play for two hours every day before it got serious at the end as who was going to be ahead. And, and his wife was carrying around this baby yep. that was – a moose. <laughs> it's just a big, thick baby. Oh. With her friend, she would hand the big, thick baby to her friend who would carry it for a while, or, or nanny, I don't know which. Turned out that was Carson, who just qualified for the U.S. Amateur, great player at uh, at New Mexico. But he's 6'4 and trim. He ain't the lump junior, that's for sure, but that was that baby, you know, that, mm-hmm. that she was... Uh, carrying around. It was only three weeks old. Wow. Yeah. Had to be a 10 pounder at least. Uh, and Carson's named after his grandfather. Carson. Actually the, the senior Carson was Carson Lee Heron. This was great grandpa, mm-hmm. but great grandpa went by Lee. He was always in the, in the, if you look back in the media, it was Lee Heron. Okay. And then Carson, the old man, who was one of the great characters of all time, and a really good player. Was Carson, yeah, and then Tim, and then uh, and then this Carson, and they the four generations of Herons have qualified for the U.S. Amateur. So okay, and you know that I mean Tim had to, I mean Carson had to finish in the top two at Sun at Stonebrook, so two out of thirty some or some so to qualify for the. But he's uh, he went to New Mexico, which is, which is his dad's alma mater, and I guess he can hit it out of sight too, like most of them right now. So. That's, and Alyssa, on Alyssa played in. I was she counted them up. Twelve U.S. amateurs. For the, for yeah, the I think women. she's around my age. She was women, really yeah, yeah, dominant. She's good. Well, back in the day, uh, there used to be up at Grandview at the Pines, the guy who ran ran it, owned it. He was the Cote family owned it for years. C O T E, but he was married to a Cote, Freddie Booz. I always called him the aptly named Freddie Booze when I talked to him because <laughs> Freddie liked his cocktails, but Freddie was a great, great guy. Loved golf, loved to win. Mm-hmm. And they had the Fred Mark tournament every year where they would play uh, foursomes. But, and Mark was Mark Ronnie who was running the place and Fred. But Fred would get Alyssa to play from the women's tees in his group and, you know, 
they'd be hitting twenty yard shots. Everybody, then everybody goes up and plays their ball, and you know, right? You know, that's it's, smart. You know, yes, but he was a he was also a sandbagger because uh, yeah, well. you know, <laughs> but he wanted to win. I played in his group once, never invited back. <laughs> He he and I loved each other, but he watched my game and said, "No, thank you. <laughs> if you want to win, you're yeah. fired. They're not having me in there." So what else we got going? We uh, what are we worried about, Kaprizov? We don't know what Still? to think. It's gotten quiet. Even yeah, Shooter right. actually talked to Leopold about it, and Leopold gave him a little bit of you know we're we're hopeful, blah blah blah, but then said. Bill Guerin's my guy or yep. my source, and Bill Guerin said not to really talk about it. Yeah, well, I would say don't talk about it. Well, which is smart, right? But I mean, so don't we don't irritate him. The problem is we don't know if it's just a short-term thing. If he's mm-hmm. being investigated, no clue about that. Yeah, it's uh, so until he's here. I, t- I talked to Louis about another thing, and Louis. Louis said, as much as Putin loves hockey, he's a hockey nut. Does right. he really want to do this? Because he didn't he pin a gold medal on Kaprizov at some world tournament? Yeah, and he and Ovechkin are buddies. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? My concern is that Putin's lost it. And, yeah, he and has that lost it, and he somehow problem. thinks he can right. exert influence on or, I mean, or just steal some of his money, maybe they're trying to it do. It could be know. absolutely fine. Yeah, it could be. It could be absolutely, but they're smart. The Wild's smart enough. There, there's no advantage well, to talking there's about. Probably this. there's a bunch of guys in his situation. Yes. Supposedly, my guess is the league said just yeah, shut up about it, skip and, over it. Because you know, if we, uh, you know, if we start telling them what to do, right? They're, uh, you know, yeah. There's nothing that you're going to say that's going to improve the prospect of him being back here by training camp. I did a thing for tomorrow on the uh, Frankie for uh, Musil. Uh, oh, did you? Sign, yeah. Uh, did you did you remember? And I didn't remember this that that Bob Bruce and Denny uh, Denny the photographer went along. I'd forgotten that they were on the trip, and Robbie Lear lined it up, and Bruce <laughs> Bruce took the thing. So we got a little of that competition in the column tomorrow. Too. So where were they? In they the car? With them. They were with Louie. They were with Louie the whole day. That's an assignment that I might not be Well, that'd be like two months earlier, Bruce said to Lear, who was out there annoying him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Robbie was. Uh, Robbie was great. But, hey, okay, you guys can send a team. We're, I'm going to get him, Musil. We're going to get him this summer. Louis. You guys can send a team, but you got to be ready to go on 24 hours' notice. And, you know, they did. And then when they got to New York on the way back, uh, Louis. Oh no! From they got to London. Louis put Kaprizov and his agent, not Kaprizov, Frankie. Frankie himself and the agent on the con, on the on the what's it called Concord. Concord. Twenty four hundred a pop. Woo. They had to call Stan and say, "What do you think?" He says, "Stay on the story." So they flew back on the 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 KSDP crew flew back on the Concord. Interesting. No, I had no idea about Those that. Those were part. the days, my friend. Oh uh, my goodness! Yeah, day. the strip pro- probably would have happily spent that to get that story. Oh yeah, they, but uh, Robbie got him. They got Louis because Louis wanted a camera then there to. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get into the whole thing, but when they were in Zagreb at the U.S. consulate, they weren't going to help him, and he said, "Oh, I got a. We got a TV crew out here right here. You want me to tell them that the U.S. consulate won't? Uh, you know, Dave Durberger got him." 
basically got him out. He was a U.S. senator then and got him, to, got him <laughs> on the plane. such a beaut. Got him on the plane. Yeah, the stories are, uh, the stories, are, I mean, it could have been a novel, but. Uh, yeah. But the it legend, also could have been a disaster. Yeah, it was. But Louis, Louis was going to put him in a trunk and crash through the border if he had to, which, which some of his companions didn't think was a really good idea because, you know, the, it's Croatia, basically, is where they were dealing with him. Yep. And, you know, that got shares the border with Italy up way up north. So, anyway, it was fun. It, but, you know, it's, let's, let's, you know, there's no way you're getting, no way you're getting anybody out like that anymore. You got to go to, go oh, to no, no. legal matters. You have no. to, yeah. No. Hey, how, how about Cot? How does Cot at his age still look so <laughs> look, damn good? Uh, and sounds so good. And he's, yeah, he's still and the sound. mind is still sharp. I know, eighty three and a half. It's remarkable. He's six, still six four. He walks. He, I was waiting for him uh, Thursday. He walks off the elevator and he's towering above there. Yeah. And he's he, the the her, firm and hearty handshake. And when he starts talking, you know, you just the mind is just as quick as can be. I, it's a. Uh, you know what? The, there's a lot of Dutchmen, German, you know, the German, Dutch, Holland right. guys. They, they they live a long life if they don't dissipate too much, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to some degree. And he's uh, he's certainly got the good genes, that's for sure. And, I mean, uh, yeah, because he still sounds the same, basically. He does. He's, uh, he's, he's still great. And he's, uh, I got... I got a whole notebook full of stuff that I got to go through here because uh, I talked to him for like only 40 minutes, but I could have written a, two chapters of a best of baseball book on it because the story just. So was Costas there or was he just. Uh, Costas, they did. on. Uh, I talked to him uh, Friday morning. Okay. He let me. I mean, I, I, Jim gave me his cell phone and I, I texted him and he said, yeah, call me at this time. But. But they just had a message on the board. Okay. It was not. Uh, it was weird that it was a, for a day game. Yeah, I know. You know this has got to be the first number that they've retired for a day game. I would have thought they would have done it on Because Mauer was a Saturday night game, right? Yeah. I thought they'd maybe do it on a Tuesday night or, or I mean, a Friday night instead right. of a, it's cause a afternoon game. But, uh, you know, he looked great, man. And it's, uh, you know, it's uh, he. Uh, I mean, I think he's, he's, he was surprised, but he, he thought he had hope because uh, there was, he talked to a couple of guys and they said, yeah, this committee's, this committee's taking a lo- better look at longevity than they have in the past. He pitched 25 years. Yeah. Pitched. Uh, well, I also think Baines going in changes things. He did. I think that he kind of agreed like, with that. Like, it's too. hard to hold people out with yeah, Baines. And Baines is a nice player, but. But it's still tough because they got ten people on a ballot, and you can only vote for four. And they got to get twelve. You know, as yeah. he pointed out, as a, to me when he talked to Dick Allen's wife. Uh, yeah, that was a really well, nice little intriguing, thing. yeah, anecdote. And uh, and you know, he said if one of those ballots has Dick Allen and not me. It's the other way around. Right. You know, so Dick so, Allen will get in next time. I'm so sure. what? Was Dick a decent guy then? Because you're oh, he said he's a hell of a guy. That but, quote was very. But he's a teammate. But he was kind of well when he first came up. He had some issues, but, right? But he, everybody who was with around him with the White Sox loved him, you know, because he's a 
hard ass, but a great teammate. But not he's not going to sit down and tell the media guys his life story. Right. But he was he was uh, the know. greatest SI cover of all time, which I think is on your Twitter. Yeah, with the with the <laughs> juggle of the ball yeah, and, and a cigarette smoking the God, it's baseball back then. Man. Let's let guys smoke yeah, again. Let's add some character yes, back to this. That's right. Hockey too. Let's have a rise, <laughs> a rise, you know, lighten up before an at bat. Smoking in baseball. That's one thing. That's great. That's admirable. Right. Right. Smoking hockey. Admirable. Smoking in hockey. It's a passion you for got, the cigarette. You got iron, iron constitution. Dennis Savard. Dennis Savard, the fastest guy in the NHL, flying all over, going in and having three heaters between periods. I mean, yeah, you got to give him credit. LeFleur? LeFleur. Who's yeah. passed? Yeah. But yeah, that, those... Those French Canadian players, <laughs> they could toke up, baby. Yeah. Between periods, was, I was I go back far enough to uh, have uh, interviewed them while they're having a heater at the locker room at, at the <laughs> locker after the game. It was great. It was great. Well, Reed said Reed always says that. You know, they don't you know rush in between periods, and I he didn't smoke, but. The, the smokers all they'd have. Can a, you imagine that you get done exerting yourself yeah, and yeah, the person? You know, they'd have a couple, but. Between periods. Yeah, I know. They'd have one or two. He was telling me Blair. And Blair would lay on the – Blair was, like, exhausted. He'd go out. He'd lay on the floor, like, of, with some equipment and tell them how horse bleep they were. You know, he just – you know, he was he was exhausted from his craziness. And he'd uh, – can you imagine uh, – uh, playing with that guy, I mean, playing for that guy, and then you know, seeing the modern approach to oh things. god, I mean, he was nuts. He was he'd stand on the he figured out stand on the boards and turn around. To, Reed said he'd turn around with his arm arms folded, looking at the crowd when he was mad, and somebody from the crowd he went, "Hey, Ren, the game's back there." He says, "I know what's going to happen. They're going to give up a goal." <laughs> That's outstanding. Yeah, well, you had him. He came after Van Brocklin, but Van Brocklin was certifiable. Yep. You know, the twin and then the Norm smoked, Kelly. right? Oh yeah. God yes. Van Brocklin on, yeah, yeah. on the sideline. That's yeah. what I thought. And and uh you had him and then you had Billy. Then you had Billy in sixty nine. Quite a decade. Quite a decade. You had Blair, Van Brocklin. You could you could do a uh you could do a three man Mount Rushmore on those three <laughs> lunatics. Safe to, to say that, that Back then, no, um, no advanced metrics departments. I've told you this. Here's who you should play. Yes, bleep you. Yeah, these. Uh, well, Blair is. You know, I still. The story I love is Marouche is his assistant, and they'd have practice, and Ren wouldn't show up because he'd be drinking all night, or you know, till in his office drinking till two, and Marouche would get him down there, and they'd be telling stories on the bench, and about the time that they knew that. Blair would be showing up. He'd blow the whistle about every 20 seconds <laughs> just because they knew he wasn't going to walk upstairs to see what was going on. Oh, God. So he did. Then somebody, hey, shoot a puck. So right. They pound Just go out puck. there and skate so yeah, that, pound, that the sound of the. Pound the yeah, skate. On ice. Stuff. Yeah, right. That's great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that sport was. I said this the other day, but it was amazingly mom and pop operation. You go on a road. Oh, yeah. You had Ren. Marouche didn't go on a road. The assistant coach didn't go on a road. I don't think. I think he just coached here. Blair and Doc Rose. Yeah. One of them would, 
one of them, Jack Gordon, one of them would go to the hotel with the team and Doc would take the equipment to the, but Doc made the travel arrangements. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and he was the trainer. So if a guy get, got hurt, he'd come, you know, when Gump would take a whole slap shot to the face, <laughs> he'd come out and be like, okay, you're screwed. Yeah. Let's bring I'm, in Maniago. I see Cheryl's upset. The league is not treating her with respect. Did you see I this? Did. No. I, I did see that. What was our this? flight? Our f- we had a game on, uh, we had a back to back. Okay. We beat Mighty Indiana, which is the worst oh, team. We're back. League. But then Saturday, their flight got delayed. All right. They were flying to Washington. Yeah. From Indianapolis, and their flight got delayed. And apparently, they didn't get to their hotel till two in the morning or something. And Cheryl wanted to move the game, which was one in the afternoon or something. And they wouldn't do it. And she did one of her did one of her tirades. Don't baseball teams get into town at three in the morning and play? Yes, they do. But All this right. is uh, basketball. All right, Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl can complain. She's a very good complainer. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. our Aurora, yeah, are okay. on the verge of winning the pre-professional championship of the world. Okay. Sellout crowd for the championship game. I just saw they tweeted. Excellent. We already uh, sold it out. Crowd. What's, what That's if awesome. I wanted a ticket? I couldn't get a ticket. Press pass. Now you got to know somebody. Good for them. Mm, okay. That's awesome. Yes, great story. Who are we playing? Some academy from? Uh, uh, it, it's I think Green we Bay, Tampa. It, it's some. It's some weird. I think we played. I think obscure. we played. Didn't we play some academy yesterday in the national semifinals? I think it was an academy, wasn't it? Yes, it wasn't a, a city. It's a weird. I, I saw the thing, and I was very, very confused on who. Well, what they, the city if you was. look in the forty-eight team league or forty-four, right? There's numerous. Soccer academies. Oh, sure. That uh, yeah. and, they, and you play right, at the site because yeah. it's pre-professional. Right, it's not professional. It's pre-professional. Yeah. I'm glad we're excited about it. Yeah, I am. I am. Go glad. Minnesota. That's mm. right. This day, score this, north. This might, go Minnesota. They showed the you know all those other teams that have failed. Yeah, well, wait till our wait till we win the pre-professional title. That's yeah, really that's. proud of Tormenta FC, Pat. Oh, yeah, high-level women's team in Statesboro, Georgia. Okay, is, is Tormenta a from an academy? Do we know where their home is? They were the South Central Division champs. I'm Georgia. guessing they're an academy. I mean, they're mm-hmm. from Statesboro, Georgia. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. guessing it's a uh, wow. But who'd we beat in the semis? Was Who was yesterday's one-all victory against? I thought they beat wasn't wasn't Green Bay? No, that was weeks ago. They beat Mc is it McLean? I believe. Who is it? well name name what it is? What was the opponent? Yeah, I, I'm looking at it. McLean uh, from McLean what? I don't know. <laughs> just says McLean. Just but you know what McLean. they did? They disrespected us, and yes. we used that yes. as motivation to kick their ass. Yeah, did that's they? right. Did they? All right, uh, McLean. I got to look that up. Will do. Okay. We'll get on. We'll get on it next. Week. Yeah, we'll or come tomorrow. back with it next week. Tomorrow. Whatever. All okay. right. Goodbye. Bye. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. 
trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the fourth. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. 